Welcome to Parking Lot Drunk with Sean Burke and Christian Senrud. Sean Burke, how the hell are ya? Oh, not too bad. How are are you doing? Oh, doing just great. My body is betraying me more and more every day. Uh, But, you know, that's the way uh, aging works, I guess. Yep, it's just a fight that you keep losing the older you get. Yeah, it's uh, pushing a rock up a hill, and the rock just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and your body just uh, deteriorates as, you know, you put in more more and more time pushing that goddamn rock up. Yep. It's made me realize why so many people are just completely fine with being such huge pieces of shit, because uh, trying to be good or decent or just functional is a full-time job, and... Uh, Really, even if you put in the full effort and you reached your maximum, your maximum, your greatness is probably not even that good. So I, I completely understand people phoning it in, just being like, "This is it. This is as good as yeah. it gets." Now pass me a beer. I just keep thinking of that Louis joke when he's like, "I work out five days a week to look like this." <laughs> like, yeah, that's uh, that's not worth the effort. It's uh. Yeah, if you look like you're not getting in shape by getting in shape. Listen, if I if I can't even get a two pack, I'm I'm fuck. I I want none. Zero zero packs for me. Yeah, I'm not responsible enough to have that. Well, you still being your responsible hold up in your uh, your quarantine. I sure am. It's uh, I'm hitting the the walls of uh, things to do though. I'm like, uh, this last Saturday, I just sat on the couch for like a good half hour with the TV off in total silence because I'm like, what I, I, I've already done everything. I, I got to get out of this house. But, <laughs> so yeah, you know, surviving, getting ready for the uh, the winter push of COVID cases that are going to kill half the country. But yeah, uh, the fifth wave slash first wave that's going to go right into cold and flu season <laughs> that no one seems to be <laughs> yeah. taking seriously, at least uh, on the West Coast. You're like, you you get sick here too, you know? Yeah. Like, like I, I kind of first got scared about that like in the summer, so I got like all these vitamin C, vitamin D, like elderberry stuff just in case like anything comes around. I want to be able to kick it uh, real fast. Well, that's smart. Uh, Heather's got uh, a discount at Whole Foods, so if you ever need to get anything from the <clears throat> nutrition center there, any kind of wild oh, yeah. hippie concoctions, hey. Hell yeah. Excuse me. I might hit you up on that. Maybe I'll make you some fire cider, Sean. You start even getting a little little tickle in your throat, you take a shot of fire cider, and you're going to be up for six hours, and your whole body's going to be on red alert. I saw you making it, and it looked like shower vomit. So uh, <laughs> hopefully it's better than it looks. Well, I mean, define better. What's all, what's all in it? Horseradish, jalapeno, uh, apple cider vinegar, orange, lemon. Um, did I say horseradish? 
ginger. Yeah. It's basically just all the different like herbs and roots just stewed in a fermented jar and then poured into a, a you know a bottle and you take it in shots. But it's like I don't know, have you ever taken a shot of apple cider vinegar on its own? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that times 5. It's just like it's sour. It's just like you, you your whole it's, body tenses awesome. up. You're like, "Oh, Oh my God! <laughs> it's, it's all sensations in one. You're sweating and cold. You're hot and you're <laughs> freezing. Yeah, you're you're in a karate stance. You're on alert. <laughs> you have some diarrhea, but you can't move. <laughs> yeah, but it's healthy diarrhea. It's not like the McDonald's diarrhea. It's the Whole Foods diarrhea. Yeah, it's like I, I had a smoothie yeah. this morning. Diarrhea. It's like oh, I remember I had beets, but I didn't up until this. <laughs> yep, after the sheer terror. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why is it? Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. What is happening to me? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Good. It's, it's good. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. It's a it's a healthy okay. red. <laughs> yeah. I've done that where you just like, how long ago was that? Like, oh, yeah, it's probably from the beats. I hope it's from the beats. Yeah, we'll just move on from that. Well, hell, yeah. Maybe I I gotta. I was talking about making another batch, so maybe I'll I'll bring you some. Maybe that's that's my ticket into this. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to not be poor anymore. I think there's some holes in the marketplace that uh, we could probably people like us could probably capitalize. You're a talented graphic yeah, designer. I'm a grade A marketer, crop copywriter. Clearly, I think we could uh, combine forces and just pump up a couple tax brackets because this living poor shit is uh, for the birds. Yeah, that's the. Uh, and I'm seeing that more and more. Where, like, I have a friend who is like 10, 10 or eleven years younger than me. <laughs> she like moved to Florida and bought a house, and I was like, "How? How can you do this? Like, I don't even know where to start with this, and you already have it done. Can't handle it." Yeah, it's. I don't know. I've like gone down a rabbit hole of self help and. Uh, just not like full Tony Robbins, but I'm just like, all right, if, if I'm not making any progress, like I got to make some small steps and small adjustments in order to make the big changes or whatever, you know? And just step one is just, you got to save at least a little bit and work toward just set goals and work towards them ever, however slowly it it is. But you know, there's just yeah, so I much just time to get distracted by video games and your telephone and n- trying not, you just, you know, taking uh, your full 30 seconds to wash your hands every time you touch anything foreign or from outside. Yeah, that's true. It eats away your day. It, yeah, I've uh, I've noticed, like, if I get a cut on my hand, that cut stays on my hand for a while because I'm constantly just dumping soap and hand sanitizer into it. It's probably clean, but it's it's just continually getting worn away. Well, you know, scars are fun. It's a fun story to yeah. tell. <clears throat> oh, how'd you get that? Oh, I was making a sandwich and I dropped a knife because it was covered in mayonnaise. That's how I got that. So, yeah, I'm a tough guy. I'm a tough... That was a tough sandwich. The sourdough, yeah. you couldn't bite through that with the... It took days to bite through that sourdough. Yeah. Well, speaking of the winter uh, surge, I mean, if you, it, 
if we had to have a plague year, I mean, 2020 probably was a good choice because, I mean, of all the elections not to go home during, this, I mean, this is a pretty good one to avoid if, you, if you're going home to the Midwest or somewhere where maybe people have little, little more quote-unquote conservative values. Yeah. You know, like just real being patrols of uh, white supremacists on your street. I can see how that would be a weird thing to go back and be like, wear your uh, Biden-Harris sticker on your car and be like, yeah, I'm proud of this. Or be, you know, have somebody ask you where you moved to and then getting real upset about all of us California liberals. Yeah. I watched, like, the speech after the election and I was like, is that anyone... Is anyone else concerned that this thing is outside? Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of dumbasses that could do something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, my parents like brought up me coming home for. Well, let's get to the issue. We're we're talking about Thanksgiving drunks today on the Parking Lot yeah. Drunk Pan Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Christian Senrud, and with me, as always, my good buddy, and Sean Burke, the one and only. And uh, yes. Yeah, Thanksgiving used to be my favorite holiday for like a long time, and then slowly, it's, I don't know that I have a favorite holiday anymore, but it, I mean, I still... Yeah, I kind of think like the Thanksgiving, Christmas time, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's is just a blur. Like, I'm always excited for Thanksgiving because it's the start of that, like, it's the start of everyone being like... Well, Christmas is in three weeks, so let's just take it easy. And half the office isn't going to be there, so it's like the start of the kind of like the summer break of the middle of the year. But yeah, I think I think it's probably Halloween for me, just because the start of something new before the terribleness of winter. But yeah, it's the kickoff where it's still fun. You can still uh, have an <clears throat> Indian summer day. If is that is that still allowed? Is it? Is that a still is that a okay yeah. term Indian summer? I think you can replace it with just a a day in September now because it seems like every day in September is ninety five and a hundred. But oh yeah, we're back in the eighties today. Yeah, looking what's going on? Get it together, weather. Yeah, pick one. Like if you want to fool everyone's immune systems to get them like off off guard, you're doing a great job. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Thanksgiving. It's a, it's a quiet one about like because it's not like the Fourth of July or you know, uh, the other one that <laughs> another like St. Patrick's Day that's like notoriously yeah. big for drinking. But you know it is because it's always like oh people are back in town. You're going to your your old local watering hole in non-plague years. It's also set up kind of to make you drink. Like the, the Blackout Wednesday thing is like, all right, this is, you just got home, go see all the people you haven't seen from college in a long time. You go get hammered. And then the entire next day is just stipulated on all you have to do is wake up and eat a bunch of food. Yeah. <laughs> the most American tradition, like just get up, whatever, roll yourself to the table and eat. Yeah. Bite your tongue. When somebody says something you don't agree with, let it come out yeah. after, you know, once after dinner. When you go to second dinner. Yeah. A bunch of side eyes at the bullshit uncle just said. Yeah. Everyone's looking around the house like, are we going to let this? All right. Well, he's old. So, okay. 
Well, what's ne- I was trying to explain this to somebody else. It's like that used to be the case where like you that's the time of year when this shit would blow up and people like because you used to just hold these these opinions and whatever ideas or <clears throat> your theories all inside. And then like you would talk about them at like a family gathering. And then that's when like, you know, tensions would rise or whatever. But now people just like. Oh, I had a thought. I'm going to put it out there into the universe forever because, you know, I had it and I thought it was like valid or, you know, I retweeted somebody that had the, the, the thought yeah. that I people do. Are be- people are just becoming Twitter in real life. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I got to say something and this whole room has to hear it. Yeah. And it's like we, we can't retweet and like your shit just out loud, man. Like, are we having a conversation yeah. or are you just spouting off? But like now there's no... There's no mystery anymore. It's like we all know where we stand because we've all seen your page or whatever, or your yeah. your story reshares. So it's like either you're just keeping quiet, or it's like, all right, we're already gonna go up, guns guns out. And uh, and it's also like, like people don't realize the bubbles they're in. Oh like, yeah, Grandpa, who's been watching Fox News every day for the past. 70 days uh, comes in and starts spawning that thinking like we've all been seeing that news too but it's all just nonsense but yeah I will that's, that's where like that do you see that movie that social dilemma I've like, watched part of it yep it yeah it's depressing and it's like oh the reason the world is terrible is because of social media uh, but that kind of goes into it a little bit it's, it's pretty terrifying but yeah I like... understand why I understand why like people that are on the opposing side of my viewpoints think like this is the set like facts of the world when they're really not it's just through that filter but right and uh well that's that's to my point it's like if everybody's just, it's like we're running around and the world has become the echo chamber of just everybody spouting off their opinions and just like loudly blaring everything they've ever thought and it's like we used to have quiet we used to have quiet when the news wasn't on 24 hours or people weren't just re- reposting a, a news story that they didn't read into whatsoever. They just saw the headline and was like, I agree with this. I'm going to put it out there. I have no idea if it's actually true, but I'm trusting the source based on absolutely nothing. And uh, yeah, and it's just it's too much. We like we were doing everyone. We're doing ourselves a disservice. We're doing our friends. A dis- it's like, how about we all just quiet down? We have our values, and if someone asks about them, we talk. It's like it ha- how politics and sex used to be. Let's get back to that. Let's just keep quiet. Yeah. Let everybody have their opinions, and then like if it comes up, we have a discussion, and you actually have a dialogue where you're not just shouting at each other across this like chat, this chasm of nothingness that's the social media barrier between polar opposites. It's like if you have a conversation with people, you could probably get to the root of it, and it's like. We're not. We probably all want fairly similar things. There's some outliers who want either want some very extreme. They got some extreme demands on either side, but you know we're not really talking about them. Most people, they're pretty. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's optimistic, but most people are fairly reasonable. If you talk yeah, to mean, them was, and you're reasonable and you're not just shouting it. <laughs> that was part of the release of the election this year. Was like oh, maybe we can go back to a time where I don't have to get outraged every seven minutes when, <laughs> whenever something oh, happens. Yeah. Like, maybe this is something that can just 
kind of so the majority of the ele- or, uh, government proceedings just be kind of boring and kind of fly under the radar. I just want to get back to that because the world coughing itself to death is uh, taking up a lot of space. Yeah. Fuck, I had a brain fart here. Oh, well, yeah, and then just like, I, I'm hoping that's the case because it's kind of similar to 2016 when he got elected where it was like, is this really happening? Like, it's the same kind of feeling, but on, like, the the downswing where it's like, is this happening? Like, is he going to go? And, like, the ten- yeah. like, there's a sense of relief, but it's also that sense of relief at the end of the movie when it's like, okay, we, it, like the, it, the, we hit the climax, but we know we got a twist coming like, yeah. in the final oh, act. It was, all the, it was all the dream and the whole family still alive. Or oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, shit, it, Trump is actually Andy Kaufman, and he's been running a fucking grift on us. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, really really brought us to the edge, but uh, I guess it was worth it. Wow, in terms of performance art, A+. a plus. In terms yeah. of human be- like humanity, dog shit. We gotta, we're going to lop your head off and throw it on a pike. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, uh, Tim, J- Tim Dillon, and he had a podcast where he was just like, he went on a long tirade, and he's like, I just, I want a return to apathy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where it's like, uh, yeah, basically, it's like not every, like we are not political pundits. Like the average person is out of their depth when they're talking about shit, and that's okay. It's like just have a conversation yeah, with people. Ex- can't expect everybody to know everything, uh, but yeah, no, but so many people. That's like you get they've we've all been like uh, feeling we all have this feeling of empowerment because we have information at our at our, just at our fingertips but most people like all our information is dog shit it's like yeah if you didn't fact check the information it's not we're worth a lot we're the smartest we've ever been but we're we're just reading comic books yeah <laughs> i have like a we have the <laughs> most information but all we want to read is the funniest <laughs> yeah, if it's not entertaining or if it's not in meme form and then has a quick easy scroll through so it's broken down so I understand it. It is, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not delving into that. I'm not diving into that. Yeah. I have noticed like I've, I've reading stuff around the election and stuff. I've noticed a lot of the writing uh and I haven't really checked the sources if it's all coming from the same place or similar places, but it always seems like they're just trying to get like cliff notes versions out to you. Like this is what happened. This is why you should be afraid, and we'll move along. We don't need to spend any more time with uh, any flowery writing on this. This is just uh, this is what it is. Bare bones now. Yeah. Well, that I mean, our attention spans have been beaten down into fucking dust. So that's pretty much the only way you can get any kind of point across. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe to uh, people with possibly an alcohol problem we'll just chat about it and our 40 listeners will tune in and be like yeah I, I read it i heard it on a podcast did they <laughs> yeah joe rogan said i'm gonna i'm gonna take up arms oh man where are you, are you having a bev i am what's you drinking on i am drinking a uh uh, Four Corners Brewing Co. Local Buzz Honey Rye Golden Ale. That's too many words. It is. It's the only reason I got it is because my Drizzly driver's like, we don't have this beer, and I'm like, all right, anything close to it. 
All right. That's I can get down with that. Yeah. It it does the trick. It's got alcohol in it, so Yeah. I'm having a Pliny the Elder. I got wind Ooh. that they were back in stock and Heather's uh got the inn at Whole Foods. I uh but I made the mistake of getting a case and they charge them by the bottle. And <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. That oh, did I just not... spend $160 on this? Yeah, not quite that bad, but I it was more than I was anticipating because I just don't think about things like that. I was like, all right, 12 bottles times this much. I'm like, oh, God damn it. But yeah, even with their discount, I was like a little impressed. But it's good. Like I had one yesterday, and I was like buzzing pretty good. So it's, you know, it's quality. Yeah, I mean... That's one thing I've noticed. I've, I've kind of just taken time off from drinking because it. I realized drinking socially kind of helps you keep up the habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where if you're if you're just by yourself, it it's really easy to take a good long look at yourself. <laughs> it's like, well, it's it's two thirty on a Wednesday. I uh, I know I want a beer right now. I don't need a beer right now, but yeah. It's uh, and maybe with things calming down, it'll be a little easier to uh, to take a little break. But um, yeah, we're we're less. You're you're full quarantined. I I I, I respect what you've been able to uh, abstain from all this time. But uh, over here, we're not we're not as strict. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, when I heard you got when you guys had people over from football games, I was like, oh. Oh, I kind of remember what that was like. Yeah, I've been been living out here in the woods too long. Um, yeah, to really uh, don't don't get that. Yeah, our one buddy comes over and he will. He, I looked around and there was like, <clears throat> uh, let's say eight people in or my living room, and we're all like healthy people, but you know that's a, a fucking excuse. And uh, yeah. this one guy who's who takes it quote-unquote seriously he's got his mask on but it's like yo bud like (laughs) i got an eight by six living room (laughs) like i appreciate the effort but yeah it's all uh ceremony (laughs) or i don't know but that's like i've noticed that with uh that's a big thing in like college football and nfl where dudes have like their mask on but it's like under their nose or something and then they're screaming in some other person's face and like why like why even have it yeah completely defeats the the point if it looks like you're just wearing women's underwear on your face yeah it's uh i don't know like i feel guilty like doing anything i I don't. It's a it's a, like a slippery slope to do anything besides just like hole up and wait for this shit to blow over. So if you're like, I went out with like my parents came to, uh, ve- like I picked my parents up in Vegas and we did a little Southwest trip. And even that, I was like, well, you were on an airplane, you could have gotten anything on there. Like you wore your mask the whole time. And then even my dad was just like, well, you know, you you wear your mask the whole time, but then they bring you a drink and it's like you're not drinking it through the mask, so. Yeah, During that you're not time, just throwing the drink at the mask and squeezing it in your mouth, and you're in a big metal tube with like circuit recirculated air, so it's like, what's the point of the mask at this point? But you know, I, yeah. I guess 
placebo is powerful. So as long as we think we're doing the right thing, maybe it's as valid as anything else. Or, you know, it's all bullshit and nobody knows what the fuck this thing is. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've just been really leaning into the, the crazy person look. Uh, like I went to my doctor's appointment this weekend and I had two masks on and bought like rubber gloves. And I'm like, I don't care because I don't trust any of you people in Orange County. So, oh no, it's another world. I'm like down there. I'm like, I don't care what I look like. If I could buy a hazmat suit right now, I would. But uh, <laughs> down there is like people with like just like real like small little masks that they keep touching and rubbing their eyes and shit. And I'm like, okay, this is driving me nuts. But yeah, they uh, it's in a different attitude down there for sure. Because uh, we had a meeting with a brewery yesterday because. Again, this is <laughs> like, uh, long story short, we have a production company reaching out that's trying to do shows in Orange County because rules are way more lax there than LA County, way more lax than New York. And people need, yeah. people are trying to work. And, yeah. you know, it's under the guise of like, well, we're going to keep it socially distanced. So we're going to check temperatures and we're going to do this and that. And like, you could t- you could just hear this guy's eyes rolling because he had like the the American flag with not not just the blue line but like a couple other colors and I was just like ah I don't know <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if your our comedy's gonna go over very well with this guy and his crew but yeah you know he's a uh, he's a real uh, stop the stop the count uh, vote type of dude. <laughs> That'd be funny to have like a Sesame Street character called Stop the Count. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just that dude from that was that Arizona where that that dude who looked like he was cast for the part with the beer freedom in America. Oh yeah. Shirt. American hero. Like I I love that people immediately like threw that like a hardcore or grindcore beat behind him and <laughs> <laughs> Biden crime family. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't think that was real at first because I was like, "This is cute. this is like Reno 911. There's no way that's a real person doing this." But uh, I guess it was. I do appreciate that they let him go, and they're like, "Well, let's hear him out." <laughs> and then he, then he realized he didn't have anything else to say, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't think you would let me finish." Uh, I or, didn't. All right. Well, I'll just. <laughs> I didn't think I'd away. make it this far. Uh... <laughs> I'm like a streaker on Angel Stadium, and uh, no one's coming to get me, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird without anybody trying to stop you. So I'm gonna take off. Well, uh, this has been fun. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, well, what are you gonna do for Thanksgiving now that you're not going home to cough on all of your college friends? Uh, I don't know. I mean, probably similar to what I do all the time, which is nothing. Uh, I, I, I'm challenging the internet to, to board me with uh, movie sequels and uh, trilogies and stuff. So that's why I was watching the the terrible racist first Star Wars and a menace. <laughs> I'm uh, like, all right, well, what are we going to do today? I don't know. Watch 79 hours worth of movies? Sure. But. What was it? What was it? Just um, that because that came out in what uh, two thousand? No, I was like pretty. 
I was younger. It, it was 1999 was the, the Phantom Menace one. Okay, that makes sense. Because, um, all right, like, I put that in the same category as, like, the Spider-Mans with to- Tobey Maguire, where it's just, like, you look back now and you're like, how? How did this? Yeah. Who who picked this person? How did this happen? It's, it's like they had a 1980s, like, comic who was really racist. It's like, write some scenes. We're like, here's, there's seven people in the scene. They're all going to be different races, and they're all going to have stereotypical comments and, like, accents. And I'm like, how is this even a scene in a movie? It's, uh, it's real bad. Yeah. Is that, like, too top tier to uh, have been on um, How Did This Get Made? Uh, I don't know. Because I feel like they've done other ones like that, that level, but, yeah. This is going to be... What's up? Oh, no, just watching it, you're like, this wasn't, I mean, 20 years ago, I guess it was pretty long, but, like, in our lifetime, I was like, oh, yeah, this did not age well. Like, I can't believe somebody greenlit this insane situation, but. Yeah, this is going to be a uh, cool story, bro, type thing, but I just saw something similarly. I was like, this was, like, recent that this came out and it is so bad. Like who allowed this to happen? Like of all the movies that get written and, you know, passed around for this one to make it not only to somebody's desk and get, and then gets greenlit and produced and distributed. That's just like bizarre. But since yeah. I can't, I don't remember what, what the movie was. It's uh, kind the of the amount of people. Like one thing I was thinking during that movie, I was like, this is the first movie that, like, this is the first movie since, uh, what is it? Jedi, right? Yeah, it was, it was like the, the last first since the original trilogy, unless you count that, um, that Christmas one with, uh, oh, yeah, all the fucking Ewoks but, that I think they tried to destroy it, or something because it's hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, they scrub, try to scrub that from the internet. Um, but yeah, I was like, this is your first jump back. And you're like, you know what we need? Like, Weird comedy, uh, a bunch of stereotypical racist co- uh, like accents and stuff like that, and pod racist, and and local government situations like that's what people want to see with this. That's like <laughs> it's terrible, li- terrible idea. And that's where libertarianism was born. <laughs> Small government. Yeah, yeah, real real eye opening, but. But what about you? What are you? Uh, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? I will be attending Heather's family Thanksgiving, so hopefully, maybe I'll check my temperature rectally and make sure that I'm not going to bring anything into the house. But, there you uh, go. Um, yeah, I met her. I met. I've met her brother before, but I met her mom for the first time. They seem like they seem like a lovely family, and um, nice. there's a strong vegan. Uh, Heather's vegan. Her brother's vegan. I don't know where her mom lies. Her dad, very much not a vegan. So her uh, mom and dad just make all meat, everything. And they're like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot. Well, we can't eat anything here." <laughs> no, I mean, it's. I think we're we're gonna kind of potluck it where I'm gonna I'll make something and we're, you know, all hands on deck. I don't want to come in empty-handed for my first uh, impression with with pop, but um. Yeah, we're going to go over there. Uh, hopefully I won't get too shit housed and pass out on a lawn or something. But, you know, 
History has a way of repeating itself, so we'll see. Every Thanksgiving needs its heroes. Yeah, you know, every every party needs somebody to take it a little too far. Yeah. Um, somebody needs somebody to look at and be like, I'm not that drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have another beer. Yeah, yeah I can drive. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, but again, with like the drinking thing, I don't like really recall there being like a big... In our family, anyway, like, we're not a big tradition. We don't have a lot of traditions. It's like, I, I mean, Thanksgiving itself is kind of a tradition where it's like, okay, the turkey, mashed potato. Like, every family's probably got their, their go-tos where it's like, all right, we got to have, like, our, our kind of weird one is probably green, this green jello thing that my mom oh, yeah. makes. Is it like the, the weird with, like, what looks like shaving cream in it? Is it? Yeah, it's got, like, I think they put, yeah. it's like jello and mayonnaise and walnuts. It's it's a bizarre concoction. It's very much, it's very white. Pe- like, if black people have ever heard of it, let alone tried it, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. Like, it's like it that. It's a uh, very Midwest uh, ant dish. Like, yeah. hey, look what I made. Something that nobody wants, but all right. Yeah. I mean, I like Jello, but you think we could spice it up a little bit? Mm, put a little, some, a little healthy treat with some walnuts. I don't know, mm, yeah. but we, maybe some mayonnaise. Like, oh, let's see if we can just make it look like the sink backed up. Uh, I don't know. We'll <laughs> see what happens. You know, I I can't went by a pond that had just this beautiful green texture on film on top of it, and I was kind of hoping to recreate that with a gelatinous material. Yeah, yeah. There's berries in it. I wouldn't eat all of them, but you, there's berries in it. Yeah, I don't know what all they, what all kind of them they are, but we have them. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, that all that good. said and done, I do I do like that Jello. Like I'm shitting on it in th- in theory, but if I'm home, I'm eating that fucking Jello. Yeah, that's I I've realized like since I moved away because you kind of get a uh, perspective on things, but like like stuffing and like those scallops au gratin potatoes and stuff like those are two of the things that i miss the most on any day of the year where i'm like damn i could really eat just a bowl full of stuffing right now but <laughs> yeah that's like an adult guilty pleasure cereal where it's like stuff a nose <laughs> just yeah get a bowl. You, well i get this box of stuffing for dinner all right i guess i'll eat that but yeah my my family always does oyster stuffing and i'm like that again of the poss like of of the possible uh like combinations, where did the oyster come into the into play? That's on some like some mid Atlantic kind of nonsense. Like I'm sure that they have that in like Maryland or something. Yeah, I'm, they're probably gonna tie it back to like the original pilgrims. It's like, well, they had oysters. I'm like, well, fucking did they? They also had smallpox. So uh... and buckles on their hats bunch of psychopaths Dude, that's one thing i've like i've noticed having more time to just kind of watch like actual tv um i've noticed all the weird things that restaurants are doing like uh, popeyes has a turkey it's like called a cajun turkey now that you can get for <laughs> it's like a full-size turkey that but... you can get that's all spiced like popeyes chicken and i'm i went from kind of the point of being like man this stuff is so gross who would ever get this to now where i'm like i want to fucking try that (laughs) i want to see what that's like but we'll see yeah there is that aspect of like 
I dare you in fast food nowadays where it's like the like the <clears throat> Dorito taco from Taco Bell and just like r- random shit where it's like who would do that? All right, I got to do that. <laughs> and then Yeah, I'm I I'm not sure if it's like a stress eating thing where I'm like, well, the world's on fire, so I I can eat whatever I want now. So, um or not, but I've just been like just recently they're becoming like more like more accessible where I'm like, I think I can try that. Um, do I get that? But Yeah, this has definitely been a year for fuck it. Like <laughs> like Popeyes has a turkey, a full size turkey, beaks and all, clucks and all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Deep <laughs> yeah. fried gobbler, gimme. Gimme gimme. Sure. I'm Fuck. going out on my own terms. I don't know that we're gonna see twenty twenty two, so let's fucking do it. <laughs> Alcohol's always involved and I've definitely had like the I got like not only do you have to nap off the food, but also like the wine or whatever, but like I mean White wine is supposed like that's that's paired with turkey generally, right? Uh, I don't know. I can see that. Like you want something light if you're taking down all that trip to van, but yeah, who knows? Like, I'm not sleepy enough on my own with just turkey. Let's add wine to it too. Yeah, that was always the thing of like after I turned twenty one, be like, oh, the whole family's getting together. Let's drink some craft brews and eat a bunch of turkey and stuff. And by like four o'clock, I was ready to go to sleep. Well, yeah. Like if you can avoid a nap on Thanksgiving day, good for you. Like, I don't know. Like maybe you're Italian and you had cappuccino after, uh, or an espresso after the big meal. But yeah, I am curious about the other like cultures regarding, uh, their Thanksgivings, because like Italian Thanksgiving seems like a whole new world. Isn't? I mean, Thanksgiving's like a, an American only thing. Yeah, I but mean, everybody. Italians, oh, you mean like how Italian Americans kind of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like <clears throat> an Italian. It's like not an, just a giant pot of like turkey bolognese or something. Yeah. No, but they do they do pastas and stuff for Thanksgiving and like. Like we never really did prime rib. It was never really a part of Thanksgiving because our, you know, my my family unit is pretty small, and like even when we had more people, like say the family from Michigan comes down or whatever, it's not all right. Prime rib and turkey. It's like turkey and ham maybe, but like yeah, even that was kind of uncommon. Whereas like I feel, I mean I'm talking out of. <clears throat> I don't know for certain, but I think different ethnic backgrounds celebrate or have different go-to dishes. It's like um, in Peep Show when uh, the dude's dad is like, we're doing cauliflower. It's like, it's not traditional. It's like... like, Oh, yeah. But everybody has a different tradition. And uh, my family, I, we don't do like a, a cider or a, a whiskey or anything specific. It's just sort of like, well, we might do some wine. We might do some craft beer. But it's not like we have a thing where it's like we do a toast and we have this cocktail or whatever. Yeah, my family doesn't have that. It's usually like we have a fridge full of uh, Labatt Blue. Uh, help yourself, I guess. Um, but yeah, it would be, it'd be interesting seeing like 
how Mexican Mexican American families like celebrate. That's probably the best food ever. Oh yeah, I'd imagine. I just assume any kind of get together with uh, the Latino population would be just delightful. Yeah. Their food's already kind of set up for groups anyway, because, like, <laughs> is, that, is, is that okay to say? Uh, I mean, it's it's easy to kind of grab and go, yeah. Well, it's like you get a big tray of beans or rice and meat or, you know, uh, like, the, I don't know if they do the guisado, like, uh, stewed veggies and stuff in the clay pots, but... I don't know. We're we're we are two white men talk just dreaming about yeah. the bounty of a Latino Thanksgiving. If we have any listeners that know the answer to this question, uh, let us know because uh, I would love to know what that's like. I'm just picturing like every food that I love eating, but more of it on a giant table. So, <laughs> and better, I'm aboard and better tasting. Yeah. Well, here's a a HuffPo article, which is always a great source for any sort of news, but it says, 36 classic signs you're at a Latino Thanksgiving. (laughs) Is it super stereotypical, like the Phantom Menace? Um, I mean, let's let's dig in. There's always Latin music on blast all day. Everyone is greeted with a hug, laughter, and love. You have to go to your neighbor's house and buy the pasteles... I don't know what that is. Uh, everything is in largely Spanglish. This is not food-oriented at all. There's more people than chairs. Nana yells at you to get out of the kitchen. Let's see if so there's... it's like any... a bingo situation. All right. You start off with Peruvian ceviche first. Like, that's... That does not... There's no fish at Thanksgiving in a White House. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. You put red chile on instead of gravy on it on your mashed potatoes. That I've never heard of that. That I yeah, that sounds amazing. They have chuchitos. I've seen one with. No, I'm sorry. A double turkey with red chili gravy. Yeah, I. Uh, yes, please. I think we need to infiltrate the Latino community and figure out a way to be invited to a Latin Thanksgiving because this sounds. Amazing, but it's also like one of those Man. things where it's like you do it Chorizo once. Chorizo stuffing. Jesus. <laughs> I'm on. All right, don't I'm there. Tell, don't tell me what a good time. Yeah, but Thanksgiving is wow. just one of those things where it's like, well, I don't, want, I don't want to miss out. Like, crit. Like, if they did a Christmas dinner like this instead, I'd be like, all right, I, I want to go to that. But like, Thanksgiving is the one that's like, no, I, I need the mashed potatoes and gravy, like. Cause I I don't are you like this where um nobody's gravy is as good as like your homemade gravy? I feel like a lot of like our family Thanksgivings, everyone kind of brought similar like there'd be like two or three people who brought the same dish. So you would kind of just grab a bunch of it and be like, I don't really know who made this or any mm-hmm. type of thing. So I feel like I know like ten different types of mashed potatoes and scalp potatoes and that carrot uh, weird thing, but they didn't really have specifics or anything. It was all just kind of delicious food, but... My mom always made the, the same kind of gravy that her parent, her mom made, and it's I just 
it's the best. It's my, it's which, and I've heard this from other people where that's like, that's your, your bar to compare everything else to is it's like your homemade Thanksgiving gravy is what you compare every other gravy to. So it's like, if you're not getting, yeah. So if it's, if it's trash, at least, you know, like it's good. But like when I have mashed potatoes and gravy, like it's all getting compared to my mom's thanksgiving mashed potatoes and gravy which is probably just like so much butter and milk and so creamy but then also like the the homemade turkey drizzlers turned into a a gravy with flour and whatever else but yeah i think that's kind of the case for most dishes like when you like your mom or your grandma or somebody has something that like they do really well every other thing that you eat is like that is measured by that. You know, like this will never be the same, but yeah. And it's just, it gets better and better the longer you don't have it where it's like, Oh man, <laughs> the nostalgia just yeah. kicks in and it's like, man, I wish I could have that. Which is kind of the deal with my grandma's, uh, my grandma was famous for her cookies and she like, I feel like I, I forget if I've talked about this before, but she's—it's not a Thanksgiving-related thing. She would just make these just giant batches of cookies and give them out to everybody, and she has never shared the recipe. And they're the best cookies I've ever had in my life. And she refuses to write it down like the recipe. <laughs> yeah, my my both of my grandmas had that where they're like they had like special holiday cookie things. They're like, oh, it's really good. And I'm like, I asked my mom once, like, why don't you ever make that? She's like, oh, she won't give me the recipe. (laughs) Like, I guess that's the one, like, card you have left to pull at that age. It's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not giving it to anybody. This is mine. (laughs) I put in the work. I put in the work. You put me in a home. No one gets the cookie recipes. (laughs) Fuck you. Enjoy your Oreos. (laughs) I... Yeah, I had a friend that she tried doing that one year for, like, Christmas or something. It was like, oh, I'm going to make my own cookies to share with everybody. It's going to be my thing. And we're like, all right, cookies, like, how you can't really screw that up type of thing. But she made this frosting that tasted like toothpaste. It was, like, <laughs> minty. And it, like, yeah, really just killed it. And she would always show up and be like, hey, look, I made all those cookies. And everyone was like, uh-huh, cool, all right. Not touch those, but apparently in Eastern European countries, there's a uh, there's a tradition of making your own wine, and a lot of it's really bad. <laughs> so like people like bring it to these kind of events, and they're like, "Oh, I brought the wine, or we we got the celebratory wine," and then everybody's just like, "Yay!" <laughs> yeah, well, let's drink that last. Yeah, I'm like oh, so thank you so much for bringing that. But that's like that's why you got to appreciate friends who are just brutally honest with you because it's like all right good I, if I'm bad at it or if no one likes it I'd rather know and stop or at least try to improve than fucking just going through the motions. Yeah, keep taking half of it home with you and being like, why isn't anybody drinking this? But the friends aspect does bring me like because the friends giving thing I had never really thought about until we were both living in california and then that seemed to like i don't know i'm not saying we started it but like you know when you start doing something and then you notice everybody else is doing it too yeah i mean that was uh being transplants and like 
having to go across the country type of thing where you're like, oh, I'm not going to do it for Thanksgiving. I might do it for Christmas or something that um, you kind of kind of miss out on that whole Thanksgiving thing. So like having the transplant bastard Thanksgiving is always, uh, always welcome because everyone tries to do it on the smaller scale of like, oh, I tried to cook this or whatever. I would just buy apple pie and bring it. And that was my, <laughs> my thing. But yeah. I feel like I crushed it every year. You did crush it every year, but then you would like you double crushed it because you would leave with the apple pie that no one touched, and you'd have an apple pie for yourself for the uh, next week, and no one was the wiser. But I knew, Sean. Yeah, that's 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 just a numbers game. That's uh, you bring too much. Oh, sorry. I guess I'll just take this home with me that no one touched, and yeah, yeah. That is the glory. <clears throat> I was. I don't know who I was talking about. I was like, it's it's Costco pumpkin pie season. Like this is uh they're like they're your entire arm from elbow to fucking middle fingertip. They're that big in diameter. They're like five it's a bucks. New York City pizza slice. Oh. They're so good. Say what yeah, you will about corporate America, but they do some things right. That was the thing going to uh Julian. Uh, uh, down there is like the pie there is I would buy it with the intent of like alright this is going to get Thanksgiving pie whatever and then seven hours later I'm sitting in my kitchen and it's dark and I'm eating the pie at two in the morning be yeah. like well going to Ralph's just taking scoops out of it like it's cereal because it's so fucking good if you've ever eaten a pie with a spoon you know the depths of the human depravity <laughs> You know how low one can sink. Yeah. Yeah. I I do like the thing the Friendsgiving because that's where the uh, the drinking for me because like drinking with family it's always sort of like you gotta you don't want to be that uncle or son or yeah. whoever where it's like yeah they have a problem but you can be the problem at a Friendsgiving. <laughs> yeah, it's almost encouraged at that point, which is always. It was a fun time. Yeah, and you're eating enough where you, you're kind of uh, working it off anyway, where it's not that as big of a deal unless you're just throwing back shots. But and yeah. it's just your peers, I, so it's like if if you get really bad a hand, it's not a no one, you know, not gonna have a fucking meeting about it. Yeah, I mean the thing that really stood out is like a worthwhile tradition is getting drunk and then picking one person to say something nice about everyone else in the room, <laughs> which I think touches on the Thanksgiving spirit. But, uh, that first time that that happened, I was like, wow, this is, this is actually happening. It is somewhat sincere. And sometimes what it comes across is what is very sincere can come across as an insult, which is even better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of those times you just kind of fill in the blank with the fact, and I think that's kind of what happened in that situation. But yeah. no one yeah. expected you to be as good of a mother as you. And <laughs> it's like, no, it's a compliment. Like, yes, yeah, uh, you're right. Kind of. It's depending on how you hear it, but yeah, it's a backhanded, backhanded compliment, but it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I just like how that actually played out of like, 
hey, do this. And then it happened. And then it's like, oh, you're saying something something kind of nice about every single person here. There's 25 people here, but glad we don't have to go around the table to do it. Yeah, give it up for Barn. She gets a lot of shit, but she's a heart of gold, that one. Yeah, she, uh, just playing along, she, she goes with it, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, off off the cuff, giving everybody a compliment, just sincere. Since how could it not be sincere? Unless you're like, yeah, either you had the uh, the fake <laughs> compliment in your back pocket because that one's been brewing for a while, or it's like, man, this. Yeah, it it seemed fairly sincere. Where I was like, wow, she's actually doing this, and this is pretty awesome. I would have made it two people in and then been like, eh, all right, let's wrap this up. I barely remember but, who you are. You have fucked me over routinely. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I only have so much sun to shine here. I'm sorry. Yeah. You seem to go pretty hard on the mashed potatoes. Uh, you like mashed potatoes. Next person. All right. You make a great green bean casserole. Moving on. You have a cat. Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I know what you did, and I'll never forgive you, uh, and we'll keep going. Moving right along. Yeah. Well, yeah, we should touch upon the fact that the night before, is it the night before Thanksgiving that's the biggest night for drunk driving? Yeah, that's the uh, the Blackout Wednesday, the Black Wednesday, or the Drinksgiving type of thing. <laughs> It is I've the, heard a lot of different terms for it, but they're like, oh, this coined in 2007. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's been a thing always. It's just that's when the article decided that's when it started. Yeah, pre-Mothers Against Drunk Driving, it was just the Thanksgiving. Like, everybody knew. It's the sun, like, it's the world's a sundown town. Only everyone yeah. is at risk. That's what is kind of cool about it. Is like, everyone's like, well, I'm in town. I know a lot of other people are in town. What do you want to do? Oh, let's just go to the bar. <laughs> it's not like a thing of like, oh, let's go see our friends we haven't seen in a while. Let's let's go get as drunk as possible before we have to spend a day with our family. Well, that's the appeal of the bar is where everyone can meet up there. So it's not like yeah. anybody's put out by having to go to their house and then having to clean it up and yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, you go to the bar and then you end up seeing people you didn't expect to see and which could happen at a house party too, but you know, it's also even ground because everybody's just buying the same drinks instead of like, eh, well, I brought a six pack. I, I'm gonna drink it. I'm. You can't. I mean, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to yeah. skirt the family holiday spirit. In some of the research I was reading uh, for this, I came across like people like, all right, what you need? You need plastic cups. You need giant coolers full of just beer. And I was like, what kind of bar doesn't know this already? Like, you have a bunch, like, your biggest night of drinking, you're going to want plastic cups. But, um, yeah, apparently it's the biggest uh, drinking out of the year per bars and restaurants and stuff. Bigger uh, than St. Patty's Day or New Year's Eve, which is kind of crazy, but kind of makes sense. No, it sure makes sense. It's also, uh, I wonder how they're going to adapt this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that people are getting wasted uh, at houses and stuff and spreading COVID, so. Here we go. It's spike season. 
it's not a second wave. It's just the top of the first one that never ended. It's the top of the first wave that never crashed. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was kind of trying to figure out, like, what it's like for, like, New Zealand and, uh, is it Taiwan? Both of those places completely don't have any cases or anything anymore. I'm like, I wonder what that's like for them. Like, just life back to normal. Here we go. Yeah, I wonder, do they have, like, travel restrictions or anything? Or if do they just check people on the way in? Yeah, I think you they have, like, mandatory uh, two-week uh, quarantines for anyone coming into the country. These Grinder. fucking fascists think that they can make you yeah. keep people safe for two weeks to come just, to their beautiful countries? Not- I'm just not realizing how soft-skinned a lot of Michigan people are because I'm seeing a lot of blowback to the new restrictions. So I'm like, you guys, come on. You know why this is happening again. You couldn't be trusted in the first place. Yeah, we're all children who didn't give the the freedoms yeah. we had been given enough. Uh, we didn't take them enough, seriously enough, and now we're right back exactly where we started. You guys threw your little temper tantrum at the Capitol with your guns and stuff and your plane war. Which was adorable. It, you were all dressed up. Yeah. Took a lot of work to get you guys looking that, that good on that short of notice. But, uh, yeah. But now now everyone's sick again. So, yeah. It's just one of the weird things realizing during this election year where you're like, wow, oh, I always knew my home state was kind of fucked up. But, uh we more fucked up than I thought they were. Yeah, it's just... I mean, they're not as tightly packed in, too, so they're probably just assuming <clears throat> that they're not as at risk just for whatever reason, but it's like... I don't think they know what the fuck this thing is or how long it's going to happen. Like, my, my whole thing recently has just been like, you know how everybody's just been like, 2020, of course this happened. Another... another uh, attack of 2020, a murder hornet uh, butt-fucked a child yeah. or whatever, you know? It's just some other terrible thing, and it's like, well, 2020, I was like, that shit's almost over. Are we just going to be like, well, 2021? Or is it just like, is 2020 yeah. going to be the answer? This for... is life now. Yeah, just a, an all-around depressing year, but uh, some bright spots. Mm, yeah. I haven't gotten gapped. I haven't gotten gas in eight months, so, I mean, <laughs> it's not all bad. <laughs> gas goes bad. Well, they say yeah, gas I mean, goes I, bad, but put it this way. I, I, my motor, I, after I uh, ruptured my Achilles, my motorcycle sat for at least two, maybe bordering on three years, and it fired right up once I had my shit together, so I did not yeah, take I the gas the, out. Uh, the preventative, uh, whatever, 30 minutes a week oh, that's is what smart. you're supposed to do. Um, so just go ahead and do laps for 30 minutes. And supposedly <laughs> that, that, that charges your battery and also, uh, flushes your gas. But, but yeah, eight months. That's Big, great. Uh, You've saved $30 times. However many times. Yeah. It was probably about once every two weeks. So Yeah. When I, I was looking at my bank statements, kind of looking through things I haven't been doing, I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of a, a nice little boost. But 
Yeah, this is how you get yeah. ahead, Sean. You use COVID to your financial benefit. Yeah. Get them on a budget. Down. Save 15 to 20%. Like, take the take the money you would have been spending on gas, put it into a IRA, maybe buy some stocks and guns or uh, plastic or masks or, you know, something that clearly yeah. is going to be doing great for a while. And then yeah. that's that's how you bump up the, the rungs to get this... So you get this company off the ground. This is how I become a heartless billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> you hit in the $400,000 tax bracket. Yeah. This affects me. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I heard people talking about how, like, whatever percent of uh, L.A. and New York's, like, wealthiest pay for the bulk of the rest of the, the city. And it's like, yeah. Like they're acting like it's a it's so outrageous or it's like they pay the most. It's like they make the most. So yes, they pay the most taxes, and more people benefit from it. You know. Yeah. I don't know what you your solution to that is, but uh, you know, why is it a problem? Why aren't they like happy to do it? Like they have more than enough to survive to do most things that most people won't ever be able to do after being taxed. And suddenly it's a, I don't know, man, like I get it. If you look at the, if you look at what's getting taken versus what you get to bring home, it's a little infuriating, but it's also like, Oh, well I paid for how many people's like flu shots and checkups and people were able to have good pregnancies. It's like, why, why, it's all about what you focus on, but it's just, you know, what you choose to focus yeah. on depends on the person. And some people like to, like, well, I could have made a hundred thousand like, dollars more. Like, good for that you. That whole tax thing of like, oh, I I worked hard for my billion dollars, and I'm like, I don't make shit, but I'm still willing to like throw away thirty dollars on a lift if I know I'm gonna have a, a good night or something. Like, it's weird how the richer you become the stingier you become, the more money you have, the less you want to spend. That's <laughs> like, well, yeah, just, I mean, I get it to a degree. Cause it's like, you, it, like s- say you work your, your whole life and you come from nothing and you make whatever you make. And then you're coming to the age of retirement where it's like, okay, I, I have this much to make, like to live off of and I'm still getting taxed and I worked my whole life. And now there's these people who like, Seemingly, like, that's how it's being told to me is, like, these people aren't working hard. They're not working as hard as me me because they're not achieving as much. So, see, clearly, they're not working as hard because if they were working as hard, they would be climbing the, the rungs. But it's just, like, that's not the, the narrative anymore, man. Like, you can work your whole... Yeah. Like, my back neighbor is 50... That's also the wrong thing to be focusing on. <laughs> like, it's your tax for living in a society. If you don't want to live in a society buy a bunch of gold and move out into a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's don't... the tax that you have to pay. It's like somebody, well, I make a billion dollars. I don't want to do jury duty. Like, yeah, sure that happens all the time. But That's another thing is like, like, you should want to do jury duty if you give a fuck about all these, these causes that you claim to care about. It's like, you can be part of the solution. Go be part of the justice solution and hear the fucking you know the 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 court case and like have a say 
Like you are given power that you just view as an inconvenience and it is inconvenient, but like doing the right thing is generally inconvenient. Yeah. Which is why we have this podcast to remind you that you can just get shit housed and have a good time and not get into yeah. any responsibilities. Take it from us. We've got it all figured out. Yeah, clearly. It's, we're <laughs> we're scraping through the lower tax brackets as independent contractors. Yeah. No, you're full time. Good for you, Sean. Uh yeah. Oh. I wanted to take a picture of my soap tray and say, like, make a meme of it and be like, if your soap dish looks like this, don't worry about Biden's $400,000 tax break. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like a mangled wax sculpture with, like, a cedar bottom. And you're like, nah. (laughs) This is my best life. (laughs) I'm going to clean it out, but, like, I I get a little kick out of it every time I look. Yeah. I've kept it around. Well, shit, we're at an hour. Uh, what do you got? Any uh, other oh, Thanksgiving themed drinking games or beverages to try out? Oh, really? You got a, a Thanksgiving? Uh, you've you've had what's the uh, what's the delivery alcohol app? I've been using Drizzly. Drizzly is which, the one that I was thinking of. Yeah, it's, we uh, should it's bark right. down their doors see if we can get a sponsorship. Yeah, that's a good idea. Should we should we spitball a an ad? <laughs> Be like, yeah. Here, here's a proof hey. of concept. <laughs> you too drunk to go to the store to get more beer? Go gently. Hey, are you locked at home and want to get fucking shit housed? But you know you shouldn't drive. Call Drizzly. They'll bring you whatever you want. As long as they have it in stock, and if they don't, they'll ask you if you. They'll make some do bullshit you, up. Do you? Do you want the second best option for what you ordered? Call Julie. They'll bring the thing you didn't order, but the closest thing that they have in stock. It's like a bartender, only they got a car. It's great. I mean, <laughs> it's alcohol, so like if you don't drink it, you can wipe down your surfaces and your kitchen with it. Does your do you have a toothache? You should order from Drizzly and just rub some liquor on it. Do you have a red payment? Just drink some alcohol from Drizzly and forget about it. You'll get them on the next month. This podcast has been brought to you by Drizzly. <laughs> <laughs> I have, n- yeah. Where, how do they, uh, where did you hear about them? Uh, there was like the flood of those apps uh, oh. when quarantine first started, where it was like, what's the other one? There's another, I think, Saucy. That one sounds but like there's an like, escort service. Yeah, I, I mean, Drizzly doesn't sound any better. But um, True. <laughs> I think they, they all can't, kind of came out at the same time, and I just, like, uh, I think Drizzly offered, like, $10 off your first whatever order, and I was like, all right, done. Just been using them uh, since, and it's, it's been all right. You can kind of shop locally, which is, is, a, is a good thing with it, where you can kind of pick the liquor store you want to get it from, so... Oh, that's cool. It's not like it's yeah. just a giant warehouse where they're like, all right, throw it off the shelf and take it to fucking this dickhead. No, it's just like it'll show you what is in stock around you. So, like, I always try to get, like, my local uh, liquor stores just – it's usually, like, 
four or five dollars more, but rather give them money than Bevmo or something like that. But hey, good for you, Sean. Way to backdoor. Uh, I did a good thing into <laughs> doing my part to support my alcoholism. I yeah, I appreciate that. I I've. I always liked my local liquor store, but even just during the quarantine, I've really learned to really like mine because, I mean, it's a family-run business. He has literally has his family in there, like, fairly regularly, and the dude is just such a sweetheart. It's, uh, so it, like, makes you feel, like, every time I think about going to Ralph's, which is just, like, a block farther, I'm like, well, I could pay a little bit more and, like, support this guy who I literally get to see who benefits from it. And yeah. You feel good, man. That was, a, that was the thing of like seeing that, uh, the dude at my local store, I'm like, I know this is helping him out. Okay. That'll, that'll help me sleep at night. Yeah. My problem is filling his pockets. Yeah. And then I go buy five things off of Amazon and I feel terrible for that. So yeah. Kind I of do- offsets. I deleted my Amazon account for a minute and then like I had to rent a movie and then suddenly I'm back on there. I haven't ordered anything that I remember off of it, but I'm I think I'm still the what do they do like a yearly prime rate? Oh yeah. So they'll probably get me for that, which is probably worse cuz at least like, at least if you order something you're getting something out of it. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I go through. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to avoid getting this from Amazon. And then you look it up, and it's like double the price, and it'll take three weeks to get to you, and you're like, God ah, damn I it. Seven, I can pay $7 on Amazon, and it'll be here tomorrow. But It is impressive so, yeah, that they've maintained that level of execution during all this. Like, say what you will. Like, He's the devil, but yeah. the devil gets I mean, results. Treat- they treat their employees like garbage from everything I've kind of seen and heard, but I don't know. I I do get a kick out of those commercials that are clearly just meant to like push across a positive tone for Amazon, but they yeah. say nothing. Like yeah. there's one dude talking about like the electric fleet cars. And it's like uh, climate change is something we're striving definitely really hard to uh, combat it here at Amazon. We don't know how we're going to do it, but hopefully we'll figure it out. And I'm like, how is that a commercial for anything? It's on our radar. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't ha- know what we're doing. Cool. But it's on our radar. Yeah. It's on the list. So maybe we'll get to it. I don't know. You're going to use this anyway. Yeah. You're you're not going anywhere else. Yeah. We're the abusive boyfriend that you will never leave. It's just too damn convenient. Yeah, like three clicks versus driving to a place to support local businesses. Ugh. Parking? Ugh. Paying more? Uh, Ugh. Exchange with humans? Ugh. A mask? No. Just give me the Amazon. Small talk? No thanks. (laughs) Oh, I have to relearn how to be friendly with human beings and make casual conversation over nothing? Ugh. Amazon. Dude, that's one thing I'm kind of worried about. Like, when this whole thing ends and we all go back to normal, I feel like I'm going to go back to, like, social situations like Nell. Like, I'm not going to be able to talk. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to understand cues. Like, 
Yeah. It's real concerning. I'm already there, and I'm, like, around people. Like, we... We had people over for football, and they even just trying to go out and make small con like small talk. I'm like, am I autistic? Like, what is my, like, <laughs> what is going on? Like, I have, there's something wrong with just, me. Yeah, you just enter a room with too much volume on your voice, and they're like, oh no, I uh, I, I got to do it again. Hi everyone. <laughs> what do I do with my hand? Do I, I also do I live here. Hi, you know me. You just walk in. This is my house, too. Yeah, you're all welcome. You are equally welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a learning curve, uh, hopefully, when this uh, this vaccine comes yeah, out. Yeah, when this plague blows over. <laughs> 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 we all go back to just back to normal. <laughs> yep. That's right around the corner. Yeah, June 2021? What, what year were you yeah. in? Yeah, it, it can't be later than that. August August 2031, it's going to be a great day. <laughs> this year has kind of been like the last time I was in jail. <laughs> like, I went in on a Friday, and they're like, yeah, you'll get out like in the morning. And I'm like, hey, yeah. hey it's night. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's weird that you... It's weird that you specified the morning, but you you made it clear not to denote a day that the morning would come across. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> fast forward, I go in on a Friday night, I get out on a Monday, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, we... <laughs> and now every time I see cops, I'm like, I'm going to jail. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, all right, we're at like a, an hour 15. You want to... You wanna... You want to put this? You want to put this vehicle down? Yeah, let's pull this truck over. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any <laughs> like Friendsgiving, Thanksgiving standout memories, or you got a cocktail that you'd recommend for uh, our listeners for a nice Thanksgiving send off? I feel like the best one, uh, especially in like colder states, is just just getting a nice whiskey and sitting by a fire. That's the best. Uh, Kind of come down to a Thanksgiving day where you're like, all right, I'm already half asleep anyway, so I'll just drink a drink the spicy burning thing next to another burning thing and uh, slowly fade asleep. But what about you? Yeah, it already tastes like charcoal. You might as well get the the burning coals into the situation. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'd yeah. go with a bourbon. Like if you're if you're Feeling full, you have a bourbon, some ice cubes clinking around. That is, that's pretty much the only way you should be drinking bourbon anyway. Is just like having a glass by a fire, letting the night fade, and going to bed. If you're trying to function, it's a bad move. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's just not gonna happen. It'll correct itself, and you'll just be asleep, whether you like it or not. But uh, yeah, I think that, I think that'll do. Nice. Well, Sean, it's been a pleasure as always. Always a pleasure. Oh uh, well, yeah. Until next time, enjoy your Thanksgiving. We have been parking lot drunk. See you uh on the other side. Yeah, get that stuffing. Stuffing. <laughs> Thank you.
worst old habit that I ever had.